Hey guys, it's a great day to live for Jesus. My name is Pastor Mike Grover, and this is the In the Word podcast, a twice-weekly devotional journey through the New Testament, where together we will stop, look, and learn what the Lord has to say to us today. Today in the Word, we are in Matthew chapter number 21, and Matthew brings us up to the last week of Jesus' life and an event that is known to students of the Word of God as the triumphal entry. You know, there's a lot of things that happen in our Christian life on a daily basis, small steps of faith or acts of obedience to the Lord, that in that moment don't appear to have any great significance. But I think there's a lot of things we're going to look back on one day and ultimately in eternity, and we're going to see how that was a pivotal moment Um, in what God was doing in someone's life or even in our life. And we see that taking place in this story here. In Matthew chapter 21, in verse 1, it says, And when they drew near to Jerusalem, this is Jesus and the apostles, and they came to Bethphage. Now, Bethphage, we're not really sure where it is. We know it's between Bethany and Jerusalem. Um, Some believe it may actually be kind of outskirts of Jerusalem, maybe where the wall is today. But we don't know for sure, but it says when they came there to the Mount of Olives, Jesus sent two disciples saying to them, go into the village over against you and immediately you will find a donkey tied and a colt with her. Loose them and bring them to me. And if any man say aught to you, you shall say the Lord has need of them and immediately he will send them. Now all this was done that it might be fulfilled, which was spoken by the prophet, saying, Tell the daughter of Zion, Behold, your king comes to you, meek and sitting upon a donkey, and a colt, the foal of a donkey. And the disciples went, and they did as Jesus commanded them. And they brought the donkey and the colt, and they put on them their clothes, and they set him thereon. And a very great multitude spread their garments in the way. Others cut down branches from trees and strewed them in the way. And the multitudes that went before and that followed cried, saying, Hosanna to the son of David. Blessed is he that comes in the name of the Lord. Hosanna in the highest. And when he came into Jerusalem, all the city was moved, saying, Who is this? And the multitude said, This is Jesus, the prophet of Nazareth of Galilee. So here is this last week of Christ's life, the Passion Week. And this event, the triumphal entry, on this particular day, we refer to today as Palm Sunday. And it's the Sunday before uh, Easter Sunday or Resurrection Sunday. And here is Jesus entering into Jerusalem and really declaring himself publicly and officially as the Messiah in fulfillment of prophecy. You have Zechariah chapter 9 fulfilled here. You have Daniel chapter 9 in verse 25 fulfilled. And this week that marks the beginning of this week of passion or that leads to the crucifixion of Jesus Christ, man, is just full of different events that are taking place. Now, the triumphal entry is significant because, as we said, it's the fulfillment of prophecy. Secondly, it's an official declaration of Jesus as the king of the Jews at the uh, capital in Jerusalem. And it really leads to a symbolic cleansing of the temple by Jesus Christ. But, you know, ultimately what it does, it's the pivotal point that begins as a motivation for the religious leaders in Jerusalem to put Jesus Christ to death. 
Man, Jesus has been getting on their nerves ever since he started proclaiming the truth of God's word and God's kingdom. And here he is with no subtle hint, but he actually comes into Jerusalem with great fanfare, riding on this colt of this donkey in fulfillment of Zechariah 9.9, with people hollering in the streets that the son of David has come in the name of the Lord. This is more than the religious leaders can handle. Not only that, it says down a little bit later that in verse 14 that the blind and the lame came to him in the temple and he healed them. And then it says, when the chief priests and scribes saw the wonderful things he did and the children crying in the temple and saying, Hosanna to the son of David, man, you'd think they'd be thrilled. It says, no, they were very displeased. And they began to rebuke Jesus and question this moment. And so we have this pivotal point that really is going to start taking us closer and closer to the day of the cross, the day of Jesus' crucifixion. Now, what's interesting to me is according to John chapter 12 and verse 16, when the disciples were getting the donkey and her colt, they had no idea really what was going on. It was just simple obedience to Jesus. John chapter 12 and verse 16 in John's account of this says, These things they understood not, understood not as disciples at the first. But when Jesus was glorified, then they remembered that these things were written of him and that they had done these things to him. So it's saying it wasn't until after the death of Jesus, after his resurrection, after his glorification, that they understood that this prophecy in um, Zechariah was written about Jesus Christ, and then they remembered that they actually helped him fulfill it. It's kind of like they're sitting around and they're having a Bible study and they're studying some of the Old Testament prophecies, and one of them says, hey, that's what Jesus did that day. Remember when we helped him? And they were all thrilled. You know, it goes back to what I was saying in the beginning. In the moment that they did this, it didn't seem like anything to them. But looking back, only time told them that what they did actually helped to fulfill and to bring to pass the prophecies that Jesus Christ accomplished when he came into Jerusalem that day. Man, you think about the little things we do each day whether it's a man faithfully attending some place where the Bible's being taught and the Word of God is being opened. Maybe it's reaching out in charity and love and kindness to a neighbor. Maybe it's just simply being faithful to get up that morning and open up the Word of God and read it. And in that moment, God points you to a simple step of faith or obedience. So much of life is just doing the simple things that next thing that God has in front of us, not expecting some great thing to come out of it, but simply living to love and please the Lord and knowing that ultimately God will bring some great thing out of it. Now, those great things are not without consequence or without difficulty. You know, the disciples did exactly what Jesus said in this text. Jesus fulfilled scripture to the letter There was a great witness of him, and all the people saw him coming. Yet what did it lead to? Opposition. And ultimately, it led to crucifixion. Why? 
because it's what Jesus later said, my kingdom is not of this world. You see, Christ's kingdom was not of this world. And by the way, neither is ours. So much of the life of Jesus contradicts the thinking that if we just do the right thing and follow Jesus, that we will uh, get everything we want in this life and we'll never get sick and man will be healthy, wealthy, and wise. Well, you know, not so. I mean, I know many faithful followers of Jesus Christ that in this life have met with difficulty and, and suffering and, and even death. That's exactly what Jesus told us in other places, John 14, 22. He said, in the world, you will have tribulation, you will have trial, you will have troubles. But notice the second half of that verse. He said, but be of good cheer. Why? I have overcome the world. You see, the work of Jesus Christ, the work on the cross, it rescues us from this life being all we have to look forward to. Jesus says, in this life, you'll face difficulty. In this life, you'll face setbacks and trials and, yes, even death. But he said, you know what? Live this life with hope and joy, not because everything in this life will go your way, but because I have overcome this life. You see, he rescues us from this life being all that we have, and he opens the door to his eternal kingdom and blessing for us. Simple steps of faith, simple acts of obedience, not without trial, not without difficulty, but that open the door to great moments of faith that ultimately will be used in God's purposes and for God's glory. And that is why we praise him. That is why we say Hosanna, which literally means salvation has come. You see, we praise Jesus not because of all the stuff he gives us in this life, but because he brings us salvation and ultimately eternal life. So today, face the little things, the little steps of faith, the little acts of obedience with hope and with joy because God is using them to bring about much greater purposes than we may ever be aware of in that moment. Thank you for listening today to In the Word. Join us every Tuesday and Friday for new episodes as we continue our devotional journey together through the New Testament.